Oh, you finally mooed us in. I can't I, believe it actually happened. I finally mooed oh us in. Oh my God, listeners. Hi, welcome to the Milk in a Podcast. I'm Daniel Kay. Brian, where are you? Brian? Oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm here. wandered off again. I'm back. Oh, hello, Brian. Hi. Brian C. Welcome. You might not know that this, the K in Daniel K is, is for cow. <laughs> the C in Brian C is for cow as well. Yeah. Brian Cow and Daniel Cow. <laughs> Hi, listeners. I'm Daniel Cow. Hi, listeners. I'm Brian Cow. We're both completely insane at this stage. <laughs> Welcome to Milkin' It. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of milk. <laughs> What happened last week, Brian? We, we drank too much milk and now we've gone insane. <laughs> We've gone milk drunk like a little baby. Uh, so, previously... And also, slightly drunk drunk. Hey. Um, yeah. Have you been drinking? Not for several hours. It's almost midnight. Uh, well, I haven't been drinking for several hours either. It's almost, uh, it's almost 9 a.m. Here on this really weird desert island where we live now. Man, time zones are crazy here <laughs> in the middle of the Pacific. Well, they would be, right? Yeah, so We're right on the international dateline, I'm assuming. Yeah, they are. They're completely out the... It's insane. The dateline goes down the middle of our island. Yeah, so it's morning on Brian's end of the the hut, the the palm frond hut, and it's uh, late, late evening, and i got to go to work tomorrow morning here on the island, <laughs> at the arts <laughs> workshop down at that end of the island. <laughs> It is a, it's a surprisingly um, work-focused island because I also have to go to work on this island um, pretty soon, actually. So yeah. let's oh. um, let's recap. Previously on Milk and Ant, absolutely, we've drank six milks. Currently, the best milk that either of us has had was an Arnott's Wagon Wheels flavored milk. Yep, drunk by controversially the best milk, Dan. not the best tasting. But the best one. Well, and that's that's the thing here, right? Science is not about yeah. just what you taste in your mouth. Yeah. It's about... Absolutely not. ...investigating the milk down to its component parts and finding out which one really is the best. If anyone, listeners, listeners, if anyone ever tells you that science is what is about what you taste in your mouth, you tell them, no, you liar. It's about the six different categories of milk rating. That's what science is about. Yes, which we you unenroll from the university course. <laughs> Throw down your lab coat, walk out right out of there. That's right. This isn't Set science. Fire to your mortarboard. Where's the that milk? They give you at the beginning of university. <laughs> I think get a job as a reviewer, a real scientist's job. Exactly. Yeah, oh. I'm glad. So I didn't last have week, to... the Nesquik won, and the Browns, the clearly superior milk, didn't win. But maybe, maybe this week it'll be a different story. Well, so um, we, I guess we'll talk. We should talk about the rating system now because we're talking about the previously on. Um, yeah. But so the Browns banana chill is top of the tastiness leaderboard. It's the tastiest That's milk. That's a good point. It's the tastiest milk, but that doesn't make it scientifically the best milk. No. And that's what we're all about. The cool. Arnott's Wagon Wheels was all the right. milkiest milk and the most creative milk. And that mm. uh, was enough. That's, right. to, that's enough to keep it on the top of the leaderboard for now. But let's find for out. For now, but maybe Who, this week. Yeah. What are we going to drink this week? some game changers. Yeah, we don't even know. We haven't spun the random number generator yet. Things are going to get shaken up today on Milkinet. Yeah. It's going to be that's my right. bottle of milk that says shake well before drinking. Yeah, maybe it would be one of the super shake milks which have been sitting in this carton forever now. All right, are we are we ready to roll our random... Well, so Daniel, since the last episode, <laughs> after I lost my spinny wheel... 
you with all your industriousness and creativity, much like a wagon wheel's milk. Um, yeah. You have not gone, very tasty though. You've gone, you've scoured the island, you've collected the pieces, and you have built a new spinning wheel that we can use to choose our milks. I absolutely have. So would you do us the honor of spinning that wheel so that we know what we have to drink? The geometrical requirements of building a flat circle out of coconut shells is absolutely insane, listeners. You're not even going to believe it. But I did it, and I did it for you. The pegs, they might sound like metal nails, but rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, they are my own teeth. The only things I could find on the island which would closely enough represent the sound of metal pegs. So, all right, Brian, are we ready? We're ready. Okay, I'm spinning the wheel I just made. There we are. It's got our two milks written right there. It's got them right there. All right. Our Both milks written there. And Every single permutation of milks that we could possibly have chosen is written on a segment of this circle made of coconut shells and teeth. And this two, this two, the unique pairing, Brian is about to read out to you now, off the circle. All right, I'm going to read off the circle. And what I'm seeing yep. is, for me, a Horizon Organic Strawberry Milk. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Horizons. We see a lot of them these days, don't we, Brian? So Horizon Organic, I must admit, is a milk brand I am a familiar with. I'm not sure if I've had the strawberry milk from them, but I remember greatly enjoying their chocolate milk in the past. This is the whole the whole milk chocolate milk I remember you mentioning. No, no, no. That's a different milk. That's a Dairy Gold. Um, oh, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So we got milks for days over here. Um and for you, Daniel, mm-hmm. you're going back to Arnott's to drink. Oh shit! Okay, caramel crowns. I got it right here. The the Arnott's caramel crowns. Oh, you've got it right there. How fortuitous is that? To, uh, <laughs> I also and have. And the use by date is the 29th of March, so it's still good. Still good. Oh shit! I shouldn't mention what date. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, island time does weird things to your head, listeners, you know? Yeah. So does milk. Anyway, cool. All right. Um, should we... Let's crack open our milks, and then, Daniel, do you want to set the chat timer once we've both had a sip? Do we need to review the scoring system, or do people get it by now? Oh, well, uh, I guess we, uh, we did we'll just, mention we'll say the elements. Words. Yeah. Milkiness. Tastiness. Creativity. Value. Gestalt. Zeitgeist. And that's it. And, that's... and then special mention... Has to be made if we ever detect any Mundbedauern. 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 And that is the feeling of mouth regret. If yes, the flavor yes, yes. turns acrid after having drunk it, even though it might initially have been tasty. Okay, okay. Mine does say shake well, so I'm shaking it. I'm also shaking it. And then this is uh, for me. I'm also, I happen to have a real, I'm not even kidding. This isn't some island bullshit or like <laughs> circle made of teeth bullshit. This is a real caramel crown that I happen to have. Holy shit, there's two left. I thought there was only one left. I just opened up my packet and there's two of them staring up at me. I got some real caramel crowns and I'm going to eat them with my caramel crown milk so I get a, a proper comparison of what they were going for and what they achieved. Wow. Okay, Brian, sound good? I don't have any real strawberries, but hey, here I am. Yeah, just work with what you've got. All right. So, and I've got an interest. I've got a delightful experience this time. This is my first non-bottle milk. So my first three milks oh. have been plastic bottles wrapped in plastic, and uh, today <laughs> wrapped in plastic. Today I've got a milk it's box. Like a Twin Peaks victim. Yeah. Well, they wrap it in this like this plastic wrapping that goes all the way from the bottom to the top. So it's like got that. Yeah, and then they dump it in the river. Yeah. <laughs> weigh it down with rocks in its pockets. Mm-hmm. Tie cement shoes to its feet. So I've got a little milk box with a little straw attached in the plastic thing. So I have removed the straw from the plastic. And then this straw is um, extensible, right? So you pull out the 
ah. part of the straw, and then it kind of locks. Telescopic. And now it's longer straw. It's a telescopic straw. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And then... Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, let's really examine this. Is it telescopic? Is it like a section of pipe inside and then it pulls out to double its length? Yes. Or is it like a crinkle in the center, like a long bus? It's, teles- it's telescopic. It is a... It is... Mm. It was... Two is a tube nestled inside another tube, and you pull out the inner tube until it hits the end, and then by some magic means it locks itself in place, and now I can't make mm. it shorter again. Yeah, I, I like that. It's really ingenious, whoever came up with this plastic straw, although probably if you're a plastic straw designer, you may be experiencing some career regrets, but hey... Um, and then Horizon Organic has been very generous with the uh, the foil hole that you have to stab the thing through. Instead of a tiny, perfectly round hole that's exactly the same diameter as your straw, they've given me just a big old thing where I can stab my straw through anywhere I want to make it cool. easy. Yeah. Oh, there's also... Oh, hey... I've just figured out why that is by looking at this bo- this box. Um, you can also peel off that foil seal and drink out of that hole. Hmm. Written right here, it says, sip it or gulp it. <laughs> sip it or gulp it. My choice. I'm, it should be sip it or suck it, right? Because they give you a straw. You don't gulp with a straw. Well, suck you it. gulp with a straw, you my sip- friend, you're getting that straw stuck right in your gullet. They're saying... It's no good. They're saying sip it with the straw or gulp it. Oh, that makes more sense. All right. I shouldn't talk too much about the um, zeitgeist of this milk. Yeah. I'll quickly do mine. It's in a bottle. Uh Aha. Surprise. All right. So I'm going to use the straw to drink since it was provided. I feel I should use it. Cool. I agree. And I've had a sip. Daniel, have you had oh, a sip? Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I've had a sip, Brian. Is that how you feel? Did that milk just <laughs> you in the face? No, you need to find a weirder sound effect. A weirder... Ah, I can hear you're on the edge of your seat with tension. I am. Like you're in some kind of espionage thriller. You've stolen the paperwork from the Russians. You're going to try and cross the border into uh, Siberia or something like that. And now I want to know. Pick up person. I want to know how milky the paperwork is that I've just stolen. Well, lucky you have the perfect criteria to rate that paper on, Brian. I've just stolen reams of data on milk from the Soviet Union. I'm smuggling it out. Ah. Cross the border into not the Soviet Union. Yeah, we both know a lot about history. Don't worry. Do I, I he- get it? Do I hear the chat timer over there? The chat timer has started, Brian. We're chatting now, and we're not talking about milk, no, sir. All right. We're talking about everything but. Yeah. So, um, speaking of history and not knowing anything mm-hmm. about it, um, I studied history at university. Oh. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty fun. I I quite like it, actually, as a subject. And I often read history books for fun nowadays. Just on my For fun? On books my for fun? Time. Yeah, books for fun. Can you believe it? Crazy. I happen to know... Wait, history books for fun? Oh my god. Oh yeah, lots of history books for fun. I like to read, um, you know... I like some biographies here and there. Mm, I was going to ask, do you ever read biographies? I do ever read biographies. I um, I sort of accidentally briefly became kind of a Russian history scholar. Um, I read. Mm. So when I, at some point in my life, my grandma gave me a book and it was called um, Castles of Steel by Robert K. Massey. And it was like 900 pages. And so I didn't read it for a while. And then I went to Korea to teach mm-hmm. English and I took it with me because I thought, hey, I'll be in a country ah. where I don't speak the language and don't know anybody and I might have some time 
to spend. Yeah. Um, so I took it with me, and then I discovered, hey, this is actually the second book of a series of two books. So the first book is called Dreadnought. It's also 900-ish pages. So I bought that as well, and then I read them both. Um, and they were so good. Did, did you did you buy it in Korea? Yeah, there's a, I found like a there's an English bookstore or a bookstore mm-hmm. with English language books. It's a you know it's Korea's got pretty much everything. Um, yeah, and so I found it. Yeah, and then I bought it and I read it and I read both of them and it was a long arduous process but it was very enjoyable um there's some of the best books history books or just any books that i've read um really captivating so is it fiction or non-fiction it's non-fiction it's so, non-fiction if it's a history book yeah so dreadnought is about the um hundred years or so leading up to world war one um oh, yeah. kind of focusing on the like shipbuilding arms race between germany and england Although oh. um, it starts with, I think cool. it starts with like Queen Victoria as a child and then progresses, I think is if I'm getting that right, maybe um, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And one of my things is that I don't remember stuff that I read. I just read it and like it. Um, but I, I really liked it. So I went and read everything else that Robert K. Massey has written, which happens to be a lot of uh, biographies of um peter the great catherine the great the romanovs nicholas and alexandra those are all the names those are all the names of the books and also the subjects of the books so yeah Ah, there you go he didn't do his isn't um the Habsburgs or whatever it is no no a danubia he didn't do danubia did he no i don't think so yeah, who did Danubia? Because that's... Uh, uh, anyway, keep on going, Brian. Oh, before you keep on going, you mentioned uh, something about uh, the the uh, shipbuilding arms race between Britain and America. Uh, have you ever seen uh, The Wind Rises, the Studio Ghibli film? No. That's a really good... I, I, I love that movie, and it is about the, like, the aeroplane-building arms race leading up to the Second World War, and it has... It, it's from the point of view of this sort of like uh, Japanese aeroplane uh, designer and he gets to go to Germany uh, like quite late in the war and see all the German airplanes and go like, holy shit, wow, this is like, oh my God, these Germans know what the hell they're doing and I do not know what I'm doing. So yeah, the the, the vehicle arms race is something I think I'm interested in. So anyway, keep on going, Brian. Well, that movie sounds great. I'm surprised I haven't seen it. I feel like that would be something I would love to watch because I happen to really like airplanes as well really yeah oh cool i was obsessed with airplanes as a child awesome and um how, how are you on seaplanes you like seaplanes they're fine i'm yeah you know what my opinion is i say that seaplane pirates i mean seaplane pilots <laughs> Uh, when they fly, both the purity of the ocean and the sky purify their souls. So they're braver than any sailor of the sea, and they're mightier than any pilot of the sky. Wow. When, when did you form this opinion of seaplane pirates? I've always had this opinion. Pilots. I got that wrong. They're not pirates. I mean, they are pirates in the movie. So the child, did, I, did you have an encounter with seaplane pirates? Yeah, I was just hanging out with my friend who's a pig, lives on a tiny Croatian island, mm-hmm. flies a red uh, Savoia S21, which isn't actually a Savoia S21. Is that Porco um, Rosso? Oh, shit! It's Porco Rosso, Brian. But hey, we can't you talk can't about talk Porco anymore. Rosso. Shush, 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 Daniel. <laughs> oh, I've been shushed. Sorry, Brian. Milk. We've got to talk milk now. We do have to talk milk. I forgot to drink my milk while we were talking. I was having such a good time. Yeah, me too. So let's take a quiet milk drinking break. <laughs> you got me. Uh, Danubia, written by Simon Winder. I wasn't. I wasn't talking to you, Brian. So I got got away with that non-milk uh, interjection. 
All right. All right. Um, shall I start? Oh, no, we do the thing now where we take it turn by turn. That is the thing we do now. Although before we do that Did thing together, Brian. Did I hear a cat Brian, meowing? You can hear my cat meowing, yeah. Okay. He has already been fed, but he's trying to convince me otherwise. Well, maybe he wants some milk. Cats. He doesn't want this milk. Cats famously like milk. Mm. All, All right. right, now. All right. Before we do it turn by turn, yes. very quickly, the uh, Arnott's Caramel Crown Biscuit. Mm-hmm. So, milkiness. It's not as milky as the um, Wagon Wheel was. I've given it a five. Is that because it it's doesn't a have the marshmallow? Overall. Yeah, exactly. has quite a generous serving of caramel inside. It's not a very milky caramel. It's quite like, I don't know, has a thick wateriness to it. Well, it doesn't make any sense, but it does to me in my mouth. Tastiness. Really amazing. This is fantastic. This is just like caramel and good biscuit with a bit of chocolate. Looking at the health star rating, I'm looking at a 0.5 health star rating. This is abominable for me. <laughs> it being in my mouth, probably giving me mouth cancer. What is health get star? Weird. Oh, all the food here in Australia is uh, scored on a health star system. So that you just look at it and think, oh, what is the... I don't know, Australian nutritional health organization think of this product. Oh, 0.5 stars? Or like... Is that 0.5 um, out of 5? It's out of 5, yeah. Okay, because the way you were talking about it, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was out of 100 because uh, you went straight from milkiness to health star. <laughs> 0.5 out of 100 would be amazing. <laughs> Why not just zero? That'd be, that'd that be like cyanide. Cyanide is zero point five out of a hundred. On what milkiness? <laughs> no, um, the health star rating. Ah, oh. it's what the Australian government would rate some deadly carcinogen. Wouldn't that be like negative a um, hundred out of a hundred? Or we don't, no, we don't do negatives. We're a very positive nation. Ah, oh. um, well, that's good. In comparison. The Arnott's Crown Milk itself is three stars out of five on the Health Star rating system. Okay, an upgrade. So, yeah, but uh, what it adds up to is a score of eighty of tastiness for this biscuit. It is a good flavour. Uh, do you remember your wagon um, wheel score? Oh, of course I remember it right off the top of my head. Uh, eight, it was thirty. Ooh, okay. Not great. So, so the Caramel Crowns infinitely. Absolutely superior. All right. And if history has anything to teach us, that means that um, maybe we'll be seeing the caramel crown milk at the top of our leaderboard soon. You'd think, wouldn't you? But we'll find out. All right. Creativity. This is just a biscuit with caramel. It's got chocolate on it. It's not that creative. If you were to tell me, hey, Dan, think of a really good tasting biscuit, I reckon this is what I'd come up with. And a lot of people would come up with like, oh, chocolate and caramel on a biscuit. So I'm giving it like 26. It's not just a biscuit. So it's got something going on, but not very creative something. Uh, value. I've given it a 67, which is even higher than the Wagon Wheels score of 60, because I think they managed to pack a little bit more into this packet for the same price. I'm probably just imagining it because the Wagon Wheel tasted worse, but still that counts. Um, the Gestalt. This is a... A good feeling biscuit sliding down my esophagus. The caramel and the chocolate give it just enough sort of swallowability. Um, but really, what is buoying this Gestalt score up is that I want more. I've already eaten both of them. I could eat an entire packet of these. Wow. My my mouth is telling me more, 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 Dan, more. Eat more of these biscuits. Um, uh, zeitgeist. Well, it's less ugly than the wagon wheel container, but it's not great. It's pretty simple. It's just like a brown and orange packet. Uh, the smell is nice. It's at like average 55, I'm giving it. I haven't tallied the total yet. Because, uh, you know, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So this biscuit on the milk... A uh, rating chart scored a total of uh, 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 plus uh, uh, plus uh, 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 plus uh, 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 
324. Wow. That is better than a banana chill by three points. Okay, but uh, this isn't a biscuit podcast. It's a better milk than the banana chill milk. <laughs> and I loved the banana chill milk. Wow. <laughs> what have you done to us? <laughs> Look. We have to admit, though, the scoring system was built for milk. So it's yeah, it's calibrated for milk. So it doesn't quite work. When you put some, like when you put stuff in the microwave, it sends the microwave all out of whack. You can't be expecting to yeah yeah you can't get perfect results. You can't really say that that but so, the the little scientist inside me is looking up and saying, "I'd rather be eating these biscuits than like." All of the milks we've been drinking. <laughs> so maybe there's maybe there's something in this. Tell him to shut up. But, but, but anyway, tell that little yeah. scientist <laughs> to sit down. I'll just I'll just get him. Ugh. All right, got him. All right, uh, let's move on to actually talking about milk. Let's do it. We'll take it uh, step by step. Yeah. Man, what the hell were you drinking? Oh yeah, the Horizons uh, special gluten-free milk or whatever. No, no, no. Just normal ass milk. Horizon Organic Strawberry Milk. Okay. All right. So Horizon Organic is the name of the company. I mean, it could be gluten free. I don't know. Is that possible? It contains milk. Creamy dairy farmer's milk. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Horizon Organic Strawberry Milk. So milkiness here, it's, um, it's pretty milky. Oh, wait. Your milk was strawberry? Oh, wow. Yeah. I <laughs> think. Feels like it's been forever ago that you told me that. I'd forgotten that you were drinking strawberry milk. Well, you're having quite the uh, experience over there with your caramel crowns. I am. So milkiness, um, it's a pretty milky milk over here, this one. Um, milky milk and the funky bunch? I yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. Milky milk Just... and the milky bunch? Um, there we are. Yeah. I was really hoping I would come up with something better halfway through that, but I did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here we are, drinking the strawberry milk. Um, it's pretty milky. Tastes like milk. Feels like milk. Um, I'd say it. Um, it might be the milkiest milk that I've had yet, mm-hmm. but it's not. Um, it's not the, it doesn't have that sort of like thick milkiness that I'm kind of hoping for sometimes with these flavored milks, Mm. but I, I still feel this is a very solid milk and, um, because the, the flavor is a little more subtle than, um, like the Nesquik chocolate one or the Nesquik banana strawberry one, which just tasted like sugar. So this one does feel more like you're getting that milk taste up front. So I'm going to give yeah. it an 82 on milkiness here. Cool. Sounds fair. Um, mine. I'm actually getting quite a similar kind of vibe to the pina colada milk, although a bit milkier than that. Um, I kind of want to say it's not quite as milky as the wagon wheel milk was, but that seems crazy. Like it's both the same milk, dairy farmers brand milk. So I don't know, but I I can't quite bring myself to give it a full 76 for milkiness right now. So I'm going to give it like a 69, 69 for milkiness. It's a milky milk. It's not a thin milk. Um, and the flavor just like in both the wagon wheel milk and the pina colada milk, the flavor is kind of absent to begin with. So the milky, it's a milk forward milk, but the milkiness could be, I don't know what you want to say, fattier, creamier, more mm-hmm. voluptuous. Yeah. Creamier. That's what I was so looking 69 for. So 69 seems, yeah, creamier. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Tastiness. Shall I go first for tastiness? Sure. No, you go. You I'll, go now. Okay, for I'll go for t- do yours. So tastiness. Um, it's pretty tasty. Uh, I think strawberry is maybe just a bad flavor in general. Um, not that it tastes bad, but just it feels fake, right? I think strawberry milk maybe tastes the most fake. A bit chapsticky, maybe. Yeah, there's something like a... there's something off about it, but it does it does taste good for the most part. So, what am I? Let's see. What am I thinking here? It's a solid tastiness. Um, it's not amazing. It's just pretty good. But I think uh, I think that means I think not amazing, but just pretty good is a seventy-one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mine is I don't think it's that high. Oh. So. This is some cruel irony that I'm experiencing in this bottle. Because if you remember, my one of my big complaints about the wagon wheel milk is that it tasted like jam. Mm-hmm. It was missing a marshmallowy flavor. Uh, it had chocolate. Uh, didn't have any kind of biscuit flavor. This caramel crowns milk tastes like a wagon missing, wheel. It tastes not like a wagon wheel. Oh, it kind of tastes irony, right? like. I don't know what it tastes like. It doesn't have a strong caramel flavor. It kind mm. of has almost like a vanilla ice creamy flavor, or it's sort of closer to a marshmallowy flavor than even the wagon wheel was. It kind of has like a round, subtle flavor, which is not very caramelly. And I'm looking at the bottle right now, and I'm reading in the ingredients that it's made with 2% caramel sauce. That 2% needs to be a way higher number for it to have come through as a caramelly milk. This is not a caramelly milk, Arnott's Dairy Farmers. You didn't put enough caramel in your caramel milk, your caramel crown flavor. You, you didn't even put any biscuits in. you got to put caramel in. You bastards. I'm unimpressed. You fucking b- bunch of parrots down there. <laughs> Take that, you little bird. caramel in your milk. <laughs> not enough caramel. So... This is almost like a this is almost like a weird vanillary milk. It's like this big sort of round oh, low ew. down flavor in oh, my mouth. Oh no. It's quite a it's not a tasty flavor. It's a more of a yummy round ooh like you know woody rather than tinny. But it's it's a subtle one and it is not the flavor of a caramel crown biscuit. They have fallen way short of that. So I think for how short they've fallen I'm going to give it an even lower score than I gave Wagon Wheel. Oh, boy. I'm going to give it maybe a, a 39 or a 40. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's properly leveled um, so that we haven't just blown out all our poor listeners' ears. They're I... just recovering from the, the jingle of this show, which I think <laughs> must kill them every single time they hear it. I have no idea what the levels are like, but uh, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, so what I can't you... give this milk a thirty-nine, so I'm giving it a forty. A forty. It's a it's a it's a standard flavor. It's like, well, this isn't blowing me away, but I'm not offended. Mm-hmm. But just for how big, how wide, how vast the distance is between the flavor of a caramel crown and the flavor of a caramel crown flavored milk <laughs> is, it's absolutely a, an an exorbitant failure and absolutely egregious. Mistake that they've made somewhere in the in the making of this milk. But just a forty? You don't think you can go lower than that? No, because it's not a bad. It's not a bad flavor. Okay. Well, it, I would be. I think the flavor itself deserves at least a fifty, and I'm I'm penalizing it for how miserable it's performed as a as an impression of a caramel crown. That's fair. If I had no idea what flavor this milk was, I'd go, oh, this flavor is like, no, no, maybe I'm thinking 50 or 60. But I am cursed with uh, insight in this situation, Brian, and I'm bitter. I'm all the more bitter for it. I know what that's like. I punished it. That's that's the experience I had with the double chocolate, 
if it had been just called mm. chocolate, I would have said, this yeah. is a pretty good chocolate milk. But you're promising yeah. me double chocolate, and you got to deliver. Deliver on your promises. Yeah. If this bottle had just said, all right, tasting milk, I bought it and drunk it, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is all right. But it didn't. It said caramel crowns on the front, and I'm like, no. This is all right. I'm tasting it, and it is milk. Promise kept. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, um... Let's tasted milk. Imagine that on a bottle. Tasted milk. <laughs> Shall I buy some tasted milk? A milk you can taste. Okay. Um, How creative is your milk? You go for creativity. I go for mine. Fine. Mine? Uh, yeah, you do yours first. Okay, fine. Mine's not very creative, obviously. It's just a strawberry milk. Um, it's true. But I think that's a little... I, I maintain that strawberry is more creative than chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree and they haven't really tried to do anything special with the strawberry milk so it's not a uh, it's not a you good you know why that is you know you... why uh, chocolate is less creative than strawberry because chocolate already has a bit of milk in it right mm-hmm. it's kind of already a milky thing that's there's true there's no milk in a strawberry some mad person had to go let's 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 uh, let's put some milk in this strawberry turn it into a drink exactly and now it's done but they did it so long ago that it's not creative. Chocolate, you're looking at it and thinking, hey, this is like a little bit milk. What if it was a lot yeah. bit milk? And then boom, yeah, that's chocolate milk. So yeah, I'm thinking this is like a 26 on creativity. Mm. It's not an awful score, but it's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's a bad score. Yeah. But it's out of it's above the range of chocolate milk. Absolutely. For me. Um on over here on my end, a caramel crowns biscuit is a creative thing to flavor a milk, but it's not as creative as a wagon's wheel biscuit. Do you agree with that sentiment? Honestly, I don't believe that I have the any sort of information in my brain which would allow me to agree or disagree. <laughs> With that sentiment. <laughs> Sir, I have no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even have... That's my logic. I don't even have any anything upon which I could even make up an opinion. <laughs> no frame of reference. Yeah. So I'm giving this a creativity score of 73. Less creative than the 81 I gave... Uh, oh, no, the 85 the I 85, gave Wagon Wheel. Yeah. yeah, Wagon Wheel, I think... Is the most creative flavored milk that I've tried thus far. This yeah. falls short. This falls 73 short. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, value. Should we talk value? We can try. So my my Horizon Organic Strawberry Milk was $1.33 for this little carton. However, I did have to buy it as a 12-pack. Or maybe a six-pack. Mm. I don't know. Either way. So it comes out to $1.33 for one carton. Um, but this carton is only eight fluid ounces, which is 236 mils. So that's oh wow, a little over half. That's even less than my little kid's banana milk I drank last week. It's quite small. Um, and this is, a, is this, small. This is a drink. I bet there are strawberries which are bigger than that strawberry milk. There might be, you know. Um. This is intended for kids, really. This product is meant to be like it's what? It's meant to be put in like a kid's lunchbox kind of thing, you know. Um, uh. So I can forgive it its smallness on that aspect, and it is organic milk, and that's yeah. I, just just hearing the I I can't see any of the branding on your bottle, but hearing Horizons Organics, I kind of pictured like a. Uh, like a sort of a brand new, like r- retro aesthetic, like, hey, we're the old, down at the old milk bar, you remember us? Kind of a vibe. That's what I would, but I, I, obviously that's just all in my imagination. It's not quite that, but um, you're, you're, you're not too far off, but, you know, like on the carton here, it says real milk, great taste, and it's kind of styled like it would be like an old... Like a little sign uh, somewhere in an old, I don't know, thing, a little shop. It's got, mm. yeah, but it's a bit cartoony as well. 
the design. So it's not quite gone for that like retro vibe. It's more of the yeah, a bit contemporary. Yeah, it's got a cartoon cow with its udder showing. Um, oh, so for one thirty-three, dollar thirty-three, that's pretty good uh, for an organic milk, and it's a tasty milk. So. It's pretty pretty decent value, um, but because it's so small, it can't quite measure up to the value of the Nesquik's, which were very cheap for quite a lot of milk. Um, so I'm thinking here, this is probably the udders um, on that rabbit. I bet they were absolutely full to bursting mm-hmm. with the amount it squeezed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> compared to the the cow udder on display yeah. on your box at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a small cartoon cow and it only produced a small cartoon amount of milk. Um, I mean, I didn't see the Nesquik bottle, but I imagine a huge, great big honking Bristol bits. <laughs> exactly. That's a, You've nailed it. Um, I, uh, I think I'm going to give this a 68 for value. Cool. Because it's, it's a pretty good milk, um, even though it's a little bit more expensive per ounce than some of the mm. others. But for filling up a lunchbox, it's a good option. I, yeah. Oh, no. If, if I was a child, I would love this. <laughs> I'd be stoked to drink this as a small child. <laughs> yeah, great. I like that as an endorsement. If I was a child, I would love this. Yeah. Um, My value, I don't know if you remember the value I gave Wagon Wheel, but uh, I I forgot what I paid for that milk, and I bought this on the same day from the same shop. I also do not know what I paid for it, so I'm giving it a a, a score of 50 (laughs) values. 50 mils of value in this milk. You know, it's possible if you remember... All right, on to Gestalt. It's possible that if you remember how much you'd paid, that these milks would have an almost insurmountable lead on our board all right (laughs) gestalt um i'll go first why not um why not yeah this is a it's it's a it's a very gestalty milk here it's very easy to drink um goes down smoothly it's not offensive um and it's a small container so obviously you can drink the whole thing which i have nearly done Um, I don't know if I should judge the fact that uh, I have to drink it out. Well, I don't have to, but I chose to use the straw. So I I don't think that should count against it on drinkability. Um, cause that's more logistical than actual, it's not really the milk itself. Um, so it's got pretty good gestalt. It's got a decent aftertaste. Um, only a little bit of that milky coating or the, whatever that feels a little bit weird which i think is from the strawberry flavor whatever chemicals they use to create strawberry flavor mm. or maybe it's from the so, the gel and gum whatever the hell that is that's in here the ingredients here are, are quite good a little bit of that are you sensing a little bit of that mundbadern no 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 regret no no badern here okay just making sure um so this is pretty, this is a solid gestalt, um, but there's not a lot, because it's in the carton, there's not a lot of like, you don't get a aroma at all, so you don't really get anything to kind of lead you into the milk, it's just Oof. plunge the straw I in and the then mistake drink. Of, yeah, I just made the mistake of trying to smell my container. Uh-oh. But I think this is a solid gestalt, and I am going to give it um, a 77, I think. Hmm. So my gestalt is not super high. Overall, the milkiness of this milk makes it quite drinkable. It slips down nicely. It has that, that good lubrication, which I like. Um, it has a tiny. There's a tiny little bit of like a, a lactic 
uh, tang to my mouth afterwards, which isn't isn't fantastic. I would have a little bit of water after this in a perfect drinking experience kind of world. Um, the smell, my God, it is cream heavy. The air above this bottle is thick with cream, Brian. As I inhale it, my, my olfactory senses are assaulted by the sensation of a very creamy thing. I don't know what's doing that, but I wish it would stop. It's too creamy in the air above it. Um, and also, the kind of... Uh, uh, like cognitive whiplash that you get from expecting a delicious caramel flavor to getting this weird cream nothing flavor. Mm-hmm. It's leading to a gestalt, which, it, like, even though it's it's drinkable, I'm not enjoying drinking it. So I, I'm 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 thinking of a thir- like high thirty, low forty number. Um. I can't. Hmm. Maybe I, it deserves a forty-one. All right. I'm given a forty-one gestalts. Forty-one mils of gestalt in this milk. There we go. That's some gestalt. Some gestalt. Uh, how's the zeitgeist? Hmm. Okay. We can lead right into my zeitgeist and then finish on your zeitgeist. Uh, just to mix things up. You know, we don't want to be doing something the same way too much of the time. Oh, absolutely we'll not. Go senile. Um, the, uh, the, the, the zeitgeist is basically identical to the wagon wheel milk's zeitgeist, but um, the freshness is a little bit gone. It's the same bottle, the same design. It's the same biscuits floating in a sea of chocolate milk. The chocolate milk has been given a slight caramel tinge to it, but very, very slight. If I wasn't some kind of arts degree having a visual arts guy, I don't think I would have noticed that this chocolate milk was slightly caramel tinged. But because I'm a qualified artist, I noticed right away. Um, uh, yeah, hints of uh, hints of a raw umber in this milk uh, art- artwork. Um so it's a it's the same as wagon wheels, but more boring. Uh, wagon wheels got a forty five. This ticks right down to a forty two for me. Okay. They could have changed it up. They could have had something different. Retroactively, this should affect the wagon wheels score, but that's not how we work as scientists. No, no, no. You know, as scientists, you write down a number, and it's on your page. It's there for good. That's what that number is. You don't yes. go back and change it. No. You're a scientist. You never go back. The and science change it. is done. You never do. You do science once All right, what's... and never again. That's what we know about science. Never again. You can never do the same science twice. If you do it again, you're not even a scientist. You're just some kind of, I don't know, idiot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> what's your zeitgeist, Brian? My zeitgeist. Um, this is a good zeitgeist here, this one. Uh, mm. It's this nice little a little straw. I hope you're giving it points for the straw. Yeah, no, the straw experience was fun. It's fun to pull that straw out and um, yeah, kind of wonder how exactly it is that it is unable to be, you know, re-shortened after you've lengthened it. Um, it's kind of. I, I'm only getting your description like through the audio. Of of I mean yeah yeah I'm only getting your description but it sounds like the kind of thing where if you could make the feeling of pulling the straw out and locking it into place infinitely repeatable what you would have is a perfect little fidget toy oh yeah like pulling out the straw and it just locking in place and then doing it again and again and again might be pretty cool yeah it would be great mm. but um it's not you can only do it once per straw. Uh, so you could just like buy science. you could buy a billion straws and then um, just pull them all out and then dump yeah, them in the ocean. Yeah, As a little fidget toy, we could market this. Yeah, you get a sack of straws and then you get a bin. And when you and don't, you, you pull out the straw and you feel the little click and then you put it in the bin and then you get another straw. And then that bin goes straight into the ocean. In the ocean. <laughs> uh, so this is a this is a good this is a good zeitgeist here. It's um it's this nice little tetra pack. Uh, if you know what that is, 
Um, yeah, it's uh, well, like a sort of little uh, Devonian invertebrate. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Exactly, yes. I don't even know what a tetrapod is, let alone a tetra- tetra- What's a tetrapod? Is a tetrapod just a four-limbed animal? I think a tetrapod just means a four-limbed animal. Maybe I'm... Why not? That sounds right. So, um, yeah, so it's like this little carton, and it's um, it's very tall and skinny. Uh, it's not your class. It's not that old school, like short and fat little carton that we might have known from our youth. So it's taller and skinnier. Um, so it's a nice shape to hold. And then um, it's got a nice red and white uh, sort of pattern on here. And the white, so on the front, when you look at it front on, there's like a swooping white that goes across over the top of a red background. So you got like a red top half, white bottom half with this swooping line where they meet. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, that's cool. But then when you turn the thing to the side to look at the nutrition facts, there's a little cresting wave where the white has gone up. And you realize, actually, mm-hmm. it's this big, this white is not just, it's not just two colors here, but um, they've given you the impression of a red little carton splashing into a big thing of creamy white milk, which oh, sounds oh so pleasing. Um, but then there's also a cow whose face is partially obscured by the white. And you think, is that cow drowning in milk? Um, uh. But then above that cow's head, there's a big white blank thought or speech bubble. And it says, write a note, make them smile. So that's where a parent could write a little note on this milk carton for their child. How nice is that? It's pretty nice. Yeah. And I then feel like it, it would be nicer if that, that little instruction was on a, a removable sticker so that it wasn't obvious to the child that their parent had been asked to write something nice <laughs> for them. <laughs> so that your child doesn't know that all of your parenting is guided by Horizon the Organic. <laughs> The guided by couple. the cow. Yeah. Do as the cow moves you to do. And then there's some pink text. Praise your child, mm-hmm. for the next generation will be the milk drinkers of the future. <laughs> Ever onwards on a wave of milk will ride my my followers. It must say all that stuff on the um on the box that the these little cartons come in because I, I don't see any of that here. So, nah, just just says talk nice to your kids, folks. Yeah, well, the more detailed instructions would be on the box that the parents would keep for themselves. With, yeah, we've already talked about the sip it or gulp it thing. That's a pretty fun part of the drinking process. Uh, and then also on the side here, on the other side, opposite side from the uh, nutrition facts, there's a little graphic, and it says, "All done. Push the straw back inside." So. They are mm. requesting that you shove the straw into the carton when you're done with it. Wow. It's a pretend sharps container. And then the whole thing is recyclable. Even the straw. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So there you go. Wow, what a good zeitgeist score this is adding up to. That's admirable. Yeah, this, so this is a very strong zeitgeist. Um, it's a really... It's a really pleasing box to drink out of. You wouldn't be ashamed to be seen drinking this milk in public. You'd think. A strong zeitgeist. Look at me. You'd need Here two. Here I am. Uh, shit, man. Hang on. What are those things that the Ghostbusters have on their backs? I don't know. Ghost machine things? Yeah. You'd need two Ghostbuster packs to catch this zeitgeist. It's so strong. Exactly. Uh, the only knock I have against it is that on the on the very front, there's this little, so it says Horizon Organic, and there's a little map of the, there's a little globe partially obscured by the organic thing, and it feels like the top of the globe should be showing above the organic banner based on the way the lines go, but it doesn't. So it's, mm. it's a bit weird there. feels like there's a piece missing. And then there's this cartoon cow who kind of looks a little bit uh, stupid. Um, it's just not the best cartoon cow and the cartoon cow has like outlines. So like, yeah, 
a little thin black outline like it was drawn in pen with outline but then the the globe yeah. behind it doesn't have outlines so you just have a blue circle and then there's green land masses and there's no outlines and i'm Lack, like there's lacks overall harmony it's not a harmonious image yeah there's there's some harmony that's lacking in the design there um but still mm. still it's a very good zeitgeist um so i'm gonna go with uh i think this is adding up to um an 83 cool does that sound right that sounds right to me it sounds good for all that stuff but before we uh tell each other our total scores brian can i tell you something yeah okay so a tetrapod the tetrapods are a group of vertebrates that include amphibians reptiles birds and mammals so it is like four-limbed animals all living land vertebrates as well as some former land vertebrates that have since adopted an aquatic lifestyle such as whales dolphins seals sea lions sea turtles sea snakes key characteristics of tetrapods is that they have four limbs um or that they evolved past the need for limbs like snakes did right so i was i was kind of right with the second thing i said but are you ready for this when i said it was like a devonian fish uh huh Tetrapods first appeared in the Devonian period, and when they first appeared, appeared, appeared. Man, it's late, man. (laughs) They were they they appeared in the form of tetrapodomorph fishes, including. Are you ready for this? Well, save your horns for this name drop, including motherfucking Tiktalik. Wow, that's right. The fish that turned into us, Brian Tiktalik, the fish crawling around. Yeah. So, uh, tetrapods, You've you go, go you tetrapods, go, go you. us tetrapods. Well, that's impressive. Anyway, Daniel. that's what I was. That's well what done. I was thinking about while you were talking. Well done. Thanks. I just got a little snot in my nose. Sorry. I'll edit that out. It's the best place for it. Um, You're gonna what it out? Edit. Oh, edit it out. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you could get a computer to do that. You can. Get the snot out of your nose through editing? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's, <laughs> so let's reveal our totals for our milks. Totally. Totally. So, um, Daniel? I, I, I feel like... I'm, I feel like in this situation, I'm the underdog because all my numbers were lower than yours and they're going to add up to a lower number. So maybe... That's true. Maybe I'll go first. Sure. Uh, my my total number is 315. It's not very good. What? It's not. Even the biscuit was a better milk than yeah. this milk. <laughs> and it's not even a milk. And, uh, and my milk has added up to 400. Seven. Oh, fuck, man. We broke 400. We broke 400. By seven points. This is the first 400 milk. This is the first 400 milk. <laughs> it's a good milk. It, it deserves it. Absolutely it does. It's got a lot going for it. Well, I'm proud Brian, of this little milk. Yeah, it was an honor to have competed with such a standout milk. And that's my second consecutive. Organics, strawberry cow drink milk through a straw milk. Yep. And, uh, and uh, for a second week in a row, your milk, Brian, is the what? The milk of the day. The milk of the day, listeners. Horizon Organics Strawberry Horizon Milk. Horizon Organics. That's, uh, Just so you know, that sounded perfect in my ears, like we magically said it at the same time. You would have heard it with a one-second delay, Brian, but it was perfect here on my end. Wow. Like a choir, like a male voice choir singing Horizon Organic across <laughs> a Norwegian fjord or some kind of a Welsh hillside. <laughs> I'm glad you had that experience, because on my end, it was... <laughs> Sound like two idiots talking over each that other was on ear a podcast garbage. in which yep. they review milk. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got our milk of the day. We've got our non-milk of the day. 
Yeah, that's me. We've done it. The non-milk. Yeah, I guess the biscuit was the non-milk of the day. Let's not make that a thing. No, that's too much work. That is too much. We'll be work. here all day if we start doing non-milk. <laughs> if we start reviewing non-milks all the time. Oh well, you know that's on my list of things to do. But <laughs> everything else on the scale of milk. Goodness. Everything else that's made from milk. Um, uh, so, with that, Daniel, uh, Brian, thank you for milking. Brian Cow. Will go on, do it. Call me Daniel Cow. Daniel Cow. I will. <laughs> yes, Brian uh, Cow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for milking, Brian thanks, Cow. Thanks for milking, Daniel Cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A pleasure to milk with you. <laughs> All done. Oh, I gotta go to sleep. It's almost one. I've gotta go to work. Oh, that was good. I think I'm missing a meeting right now, but I think it's a meeting that I'm not sure I needed to be part of. So hopefully it's not a big deal. You're missing a you're missing a meeting, but you're making a milking. That's true. I'm milking. I... Milking that meeting. <laughs> I'm milking a, a uh... meeting. No, I only do milkings <laughs> these days. You, you better stick. You better stick this in somewhere. That's hilarious. <laughs>